This is Bucket Talk, a weekly podcast for people who work in the trades and construction that aren't just trying to survive, but have the ambition and desire to thrive. The opportunity in the trades and construction is absolutely ridiculous right now. So if you're hungry, it's time to eat. We discuss what it takes to rise from the bottom to the top with people who are well on their way and roll up their sleeves every single day. On this episode of Bucket Talk, we're here with BYD. BYD goes by Bermuda hey, Bermuda Grass Central yeah. on Instagram. Welcome. And Jeremy, let me let me go ahead and tell you this. Before we start, BYD yep. stands for Big, B-I-G, Yard, Dog, D-A-W-G. I'm from <laughs> Georgia. There you go. So it's Big Yard Dog. That's what that stands for. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. Um, where'd that all come about? Where'd Big Yard Dog come from? It, okay. It started way back when I first started doing social media. For, I don't yep. know how long that was. About 10 years ago. And BYD actually stands for Bowman's Yard Decor. My name is Michael Bowman. Okay. So it stands for Bowman's Yard Decor. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of a comment, one of my subscribers said, I thought BYD stood for Big Yard Dog. <laughs> and a star was born. I like it. I like it. I like it. So you do um, your landscaping. You're out there with your son. Um, yep. Obviously, Georgia. Um, Georgia. So that's an all year round thing up here. It's a little bit different. It's you know snow in the winter, blah blah blah. So it's, it's yeah. seasonal up here. But you're you're all year round, correct? Uh, no, actually, with Bermuda grass, it starts going dormant. I'll say it depends on what type of season we have. But around October to April is when my grass goes dormant. Mm. All right. Anything during the off season is going to be turf painting, um, leaf mulching, leaf bagging, um, stuff like that. But our season is way shorter than most people's season. Like it, mine actually doesn't start greening up to mid-May. Okay. So I got June, July, August, September, and October, five months to, to, yep. to make it happen. Wow. Wow. So that's pretty in-depth. Let's, let's dial it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. How, I, I, the young, young BYD, how, how'd you get your start? Um, were you originally from Georgia? Was this always what you wanted to do? Or, um, I mean, g- give, give me the whole thing. Okay, here's the, the sh- short story. I was at my grandmother's house at the age of 10. Um, you know what muscadines are? Uh, no, I don't. I've okay, heard it in country songs. Okay, it's like a, a, a sour grape. Okay, muscadine and, wine. That's, where, I there guess you that's go. where it comes from. There you go. So people used to have muscadine bushes. I was pulling some off this lady's um, bush. Mm-hmm. She came outside and caught me. And she said, hey, I'm going to tell your grandmother that you're down here stealing my uh, muscadines. I said, lady, these are everywhere. I'm not just, they all over the place. This is something natural at the time everybody yep. had. She said, I tell you what, if you cut my grass, I give you $10, um, and I'll let you use my lawnmower. Now, $10 back then was like $200 now for a little kid to cut somebody's yard. Yep. So I cut the yard. That was at the age of 10. So every summer I went down, I did a little cutting, but I really didn't start cutting to about 18 when okay. my parents got their first house. And um, my dad bought a lawnmower, a weed eater, 
and a blower, stick edge it when popular at the time. Yep. I said, um, keep my yard cut twice a week. And that's it. That's it. That's how it was born. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So how'd you, how'd you get the, the forethought to, to scale the business, get into a full time, go to Bermuda grass. I mean, that's, that's pretty niche. Um, okay. Down here. That's all we have is Bermuda. That's all you got. Now, it's, okay. It's, you, you'll find some zoysia yard. You'll find some older houses built with, uh, where they install fescue, but okay. I say probably early 2000s, most of the houses built down here will have Bermuda grass sod. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's it. So that's what you cut. Yep. It's nothing else. The, the issue is a lot of people who follow social media now follow guys who have cool season yards and get it mixed up with Bermuda warm season grass. Okay. The care is totally two different cares. We don't cut Bermuda grass two, three, four, five. Well, I'm not going to say two, three, four, five, six inches. That's, you don't do that to Bermuda grass. Mm-hmm. So have you ever been to a golf course and you've seen Tiger Woods in the greens at six inches? No. No. Because <laughs> that's no. Bermuda grass or it may be some type of warm season grass <coughs> Excuse me, that they have, but the grass yep. is supposed to be cut low. So okay. why not talk about something that you're passionate about mm-hmm. and make money at the same time? Nice. But I'm, dude, that's amazing. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, so I'm just trying to gather my thoughts here because you have one of the most immaculate yards I've seen. Mm-hmm. And you got... Now you you've gone from like when you got bald spots you you used uh, play sand, sand versus yeah. not play versus, sand. Oh, sorry. Some people use play sand. Yeah. You use what? What did you use? Masonry uh, and masonary patio. Sand. That's yeah. it. That's it. You it see, the play sand thing was that's what people would they they didn't know the secrets. Yeah. So the secret is the masonry and play sand because it doesn't move. Right. Once you put it down, people are like, well, you're putting co- um, uh, concrete down there. In a sense, that's it. That's it. it gets hard like that. Yeah. But the idea is to get the runners to run a- across it, and they have a foundation to tack down to. And Bermuda grass love heat. It loves yep. sun. So the sand attracts the heat. It attracts the sunlight. Therefore, your top runners, stolons, will run across it and fill in the gap. Now, having said that, that's not a quick fix. That's mm-hmm. that's a fix that works, but the reason I do that instead of seeding, because once you seed, you're going to put a different type of grass type in your lawn. Okay. All right, so if you want to keep it 100% authentic, what you had or what you have, you do that technique right there. That way, the whole yard will be covered, and it won't look patchy with different types of grasses. Interesting. So... Like this, this knowledge is just acquired on the job. Like, I, or or did you go to school? Is this no no networking? schooling? It's it's, no. it's thirty years, thirty. How old? I'm fifty two. Started when I was fifteen, eighteen is when I really started. But let's just say fifteen. Okay, that's that's almost forty years of just paying attention to things. And, um, and you work with somebody? You have a mentor? How did no? How did uh-uh. you? Uh-uh. You know, when some people have a, a, a gift for it, mm-hmm. and I I'm, I'm truly believe I'm one of those people that I have a gift for lawn care in general. 
Yeah. So through trial and error, then of course YouTube once it started, you know, jumping off. Uh, but other than that, old school Mexican landscapers, I would talk to them. That's how I knew how to wear the hats and the long sleeves and yep. all that stuff. Um, um, getting ideas from pictures was guard. I can't think of the name of the garden magazine, Home and Garden, something like that. Yep. Which yep. they don't really talk about lawn care, but they talk more about garden stuff. But reading books, stuff like that, um, experimenting. I wonder what would happen if I did this or I did that. Now, yep. one thing about my channel, you know, I got a YouTube channel also. Same thing, Bermuda Grass Central. Everything you see on my channel, I've either experimented with it, with it before I actually bring it to the camera. Mm -hmm. well, I've been doing it for a while. So that's yep. why I'm so confident when I say things on that channel. Because it's not me watching somebody else's channel and telling you what to do. It's me actually doing it and then bringing it to the, to the masses. Nice. Now the masses are small in my my my, my niche. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's Bermuda grass. You know, that's the lower half of the states and it really doesn't it's not all over. And I haven't said that. I know my reach is getting far when I have people in Chicago, Ohio, Alaska asking me, How do I plant Bermuda grass? It's not going it won't work in those places. Yeah. But that lets you know people are, are watching and, and learning. Now it's just the opposite. What they knew about cool season, they think that the warm season grass can work in their yards. Yeah. Which is a good thing because people are watching it, you know, but action, actionality is not going to work. But my niche is real small, so that's why I focused in on Bermuda grass. Yeah. Now, is there – now, obviously, there's a difference between cool and warm season, and mm -hmm. you, you said that there's there's difference in care. But is there any crossover there that, like, people can actually – you call out um, – different steps or different uh, procedures that you do that could carry over to, to cool? Or is it completely 60, different? 60% of the lawn care is the same. Yep. The difference is well, most of the time it's going to be mowing heights um, and how to treat weeds. Cool season grasses can't handle herbicide like warm season grass. Okay. It, Bermuda in particular because it's self-repairing. It's the alpha. You you cannot destroy Bermuda grass. You think you can, but if yep. you leave a dead patch there and it rains for two, three months, it's going to come back to life. That's cool. So technically, Bermuda grass is a weed because it's invasive. It would take okay. over your flower beds and any other garden you have beside it. So you got to be careful on how you grow it and take care of it. So on my channel, I'm going to make sure I show you all the techniques tips tricks that i use that can that you can use if you got a warm season grass to, to to make it look like mine you don't have to go to a golf course to have a golf course you don't need a real more r-e-e-l more to have a real more looking yard okay i cut with a battery lawnmower i, I have commercial equipment i don't put the commercial on my um on my lawn i use what jeremy uses i use the same tools and stuff that you use so you can yep. understand exactly how it works versus me putting stuff out there that most people can't afford or it's just you get you get what i'm saying oh absolutely yeah. and, and actually that's 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 cool that you do it because um 
you know, it, it does create that false sense of reality. People, people are like, oh, I can do it, and and if they can't with the, without commercial equipment, yep. well, then it does them no good, right? And then they're no looking at you at like, exactly. So uh, that is cool to be authentic and treat your mm-hmm. own lawn the way a, a regular homeowner would treat it, and I think that's exactly. that's amazing. Hey, I even stop and ask people, you know, what are you doing in your yard? Because sometimes I see homeowners doing stuff that's different. Yeah. And sometimes I actually do get some good ideas. Um, I have a uh, consultation thing I do now. It's called BYD Consultations. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to a few people's yards, and they are actually doing stuff that I implement into my, my network. Because okay. it's, it's, they're just like me. They're enthusiasts. So they try different things, and if it works, I'm going to tell Jeremy. I'm going to tell whoever you know that has that type of lawn, and you want your yard to look pretty. Now, we've talked about this in, in past podcasts about uh, quotes and, and consultations. Um, do you mm-hmm. do it free or do you charge? How, no, how do you go uh-huh. about that? Consultations, yeah, I'm charging. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, that's, that's been the general consensus. But, yeah. like, a, a, lot of, a lot of younger guys, they'll get out there and they'll, they'll do free quotes or free consultations thinking that they're going to get the business. And no, then they realize no. that they're, they're burning up all their time doing that stuff. Exactly. Listen, my consultations are not part of my lawn care service. My BYD mm-hmm. consultations is a DIY, DIY consultation. Okay. All right. I'll show up at your property and we'll walk the property and I'll, I'll see things that you can't see because I have a green thumb. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you all the secrets that you, you're not going to get on the internet because you can't watch every video that I put out. All right. So for 45 minutes to an hour, you got a solid one-on-one with BYD. So I teach you the mowing heights. A lot of people, they just don't understand the mowing heights. They don't understand Bermuda grass needs to be mowed often, not every other week. Now, when I'm doing it as a business, I'm coming every two weeks. But most of the time, those customers know not to fertilize with high nitrogen fertilizer. Okay, and why is that? Because I want to control the growth. If you fertilize Bermuda grass with Anything over 25% nitrogen and it's raining, 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 you're going to have surge growth. So when I come out every 10, 14 days, my mower setup is not set up to cut full five-inch grass. Okay. Yep. I have a mulching, a uh, OE, um, OEM mulching kit on my Toro um, Z-Master 2000. So I'm set up to strictly mulch. Yep. All right, so most of the people who yards I come to and we do the consultation, they don't understand that they need to mow often. You can mow it however you want to, but when you your Bermuda grass gets four inches and you're trying to take off two inches, it's going to brown out. So they have a thing called the one-third rule. I don't know if you ever heard of that. No. Okay. No, but, but, but before you go yeah. a step further, Brownout isn't a bad thing, right? Because then it comes back and the color comes it'll, back. It'll come and... back green, but that you don't want to brown out at every cut. Okay. All right. All right. So that Can... one-third rule is one of the things I teach some of the people, but I don't do the one-third rule. Actually, I do the one-fourth rule. Okay. We're only taking off a fourth of the blade of our Bermuda grass throughout the whole season if we keep it mowed consistently. That way, it'll stay green all season long. Nice. So a lot of people, they don't understand that. I teach them that. I teach them what fertilizers to use. Um, 
And by the way, like I said, it's not sponsored, but I do use yard masculine fertilizer. That's mm-hmm. strictly what I use on my yard. Okay. Um, and they have a program that you can download the app, and it actually show you what to do. But my my teaching is to show them the tricks I'm doing to get my yard to look better than most. Because you're not going to get everything from the app. Yeah. So that one-on-one consultation, it's gonna, that's what you're going to get. Do I do them for free? No. That's what, the, that's what the YouTube channel and that's what the Instagram channel is for. All the free content you want. I upload three times a day on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, so if you're looking for information, that's where, that's where you'll go. If you want it for free. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually one thing that, that, that some people are guarded about. Um, mm-hmm. You seem like the person that, that wants to put it out there, wants to, wants to empower this segment of, of people. Um, any trades, do you keep any trade secrets to yourself or it's all out there? And if people want to use it, they can use it or, or, I, um, I put them out there in, in bits and pieces. Yeah. So if you watch the channel all the time, you'll get all the information. Yeah. But if you're one of those guys who like to, you know, channel hop, you're not going to get all the information. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the one-on-one, I give them everything. That's why you better have a pen, a piece of paper, or an <laughs> iPad or something. And, but and, and you, don't feel, you don't feel threatened because, because, honestly, even if you gave them the whole recipe, there's still people that can't bake a cake. So yeah, you're, no, you're, no you're just... not at all. Uh-uh. Because it's some of the stuff is skill, some of it is uh, God-given talent. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now everybody can do the same thing, but some people can do it better. Just ask Michael Jordan. That's <laughs> true. You gotta have ability too. Exactly. Um, uh, so, so kind of been a buzzword. I mean, I've seen it with the snakes. I've seen it with, um, you know, we got some invasive species up here. Um, mm-hmm. That was kind of cool that you said that Bermuda grass is an invasive species. How does somebody go about like having a garden? Having is that just like constantly um, keeping that at bay, or yeah, is it's, it just it's, it's 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 secrets? And I, I, I listen. I've done oh, I think maybe ten videos on this. I use preen um, control. Preen mm-hmm. prevents weeds in your garden bed. Okay. All right. I use the six month, and I also use uh, uh, ortho um, grassy weed killer. Okay. All right. I also use um, vinegar, twenty percent, thirty percent, or either the one you got in your cabinet, five percent, whatever. Whatever. The key to it, Jeremy, is maintenance. If you let it get away from you, that's when you start having these issues. Yeah. yeah. So most people don't want to put the work in. They just want the, the prize at the end. They want the Cracker Jack box. They don't want all that sweet stuff. They just want the prize. Yeah. So if you don't do the work, you won't get the results. Okay. So you, you ask me, am I, would I be you know, fearful of somebody taking my secrets? No. I mean, it's, it's, I can't take it in a grave with me. <laughs> I so just... give it away for free yeah yeah that's cool i, yeah. I mean there's there's one there's one side of power empowering you know your local community people mm-hmm. to be able to to do what they can do empowering the young generation uh yep. you work with your son junior um yep. and 
you know, how, how's he coming along? Um, is it- He's an artist, man. I'm, yeah. Listen, when you see your, when you see yourself through somebody else's eyes, when you're actually looking at your young self becoming you, that's magic. Yeah. All right. So I've always told him, regardless of what you do, everybody needs. I'm not gonna call them two hustles, but you need two forms, two ways to make money. Yeah. So if you talk to a, a doctor's kid, more than likely he's gonna know all the terminology and some doctor you know may know how to do some surgery. Mm-hmm. If you're just staying with a landscaper, what do you think gonna happen if you're a guy? You're gonna learn how to landscape. You definitely but don't want to when he first started, it was like, Oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. Now I never hear that I can't talk. So this goes further past that. I don't know if you follow me on my stories, but I show you us in the gym, working out together and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. So I don't just do just the lawn care. I kind of give you bits and pieces of what's going on in my life, this and that. And all of it is to motivate people. Yep. That's what I'm here for, just to motivate them, Jeremy. That's, I, it's nothing else I can say about it. Now, there's one thing that I, I say to my kids that, mm-hmm. that you just said resonated with me, and, and I don't hear it a lot, is people saying that I can't. I, yep. I tell my kids all the time, you might not be able to do it now, but never mm-hmm. say I can't. Never and say I, I think that, like, it sounds stupid. It's like, well, I mean, I can't do it. But that's not that's not the point, is, is, yeah. is if you put your mind to it, you find the right resources – you can do it. It's you, just you're you can not accomplish anything you want to accomplish. Take that I can't vocabulary word. Take it out of your vocabulary. Stop seeing it because you'll become it. Yeah, yeah. And and, and they we used to say that a lot when I was growing up and, and mm-hmm. now it seems like it's it's kind of gone by the wayside. It's like I can't and then they just don't. You know what I mean? Well, that's because most of these kids now want the least path of resistance, which is the mm-hmm. word I can't. So the parents don't want to deal with the issue that comes with you trying to learn them or teach them. So I can't becomes I can't. And they never will. Most of the kids don't even know how to write in person. Yeah, I know. You get what I'm saying? They took it out of school. So it's up to you as a parent to do that. I had a conversation with a uh, with uh, Campbell's Hardware and Equipment, one of the owners, and we were talking about uh, Kids, you know, just out doing, helping with the lawn care, this and that. And I told him, I said, well, it's the parents' fault. And he said, finally, somebody said, it's their fault. Kids, they're not going to do what what seems to be hard. Sometimes you got to force them to do things to make them grow. Yeah. All right. So once they start accomplishing things and conquering things, then they start seeing, well, you know what? I remember I couldn't even pick up a weed eater. Now I'm running a business. I can run every piece of, Junior can run every piece of equipment I got. I don't have to check behind him. I don't have to make sure he did it right. It's done right. But that came with constantly telling him, you can, not I can't. Yeah, yeah. And now he's probably the most reliable guy you got. And, he's the and... only reliable guy I got. That, that, and that's, <laughs> that's another issue too, man. Let me... I don't know if you want to go into it, but the Let's landscape, go. landscape, the landscape business is 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 headed into turmoil. Yep. If you've been watching my my um, channel on Instagram, you see lately I've been talking about the robot mode. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Now I was talking about that four years ago when everybody hated the robot more. I used to get hate mail. People like, I'm unsubscribed because you're talking about robot lawnmowers and this and that. Now it's starting to become popular again. So I brought it, brought Chewy, that's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> Back out, stuck in the grass. But <laughs> that right there is, 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 is going to replace a lot of people. And it's primarily because you can't find qualified landscapers or technicians. You know why? Because these kids growing up now don't know how to cut grass. So where's your workforce? It's gone. It's gone. So yeah. I don't. I don't have a, 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 a um, two, three guys working with me. And another reason why is because everybody need, needs not want needs to be making twenty, thirty, forty dollars an hour. It's just not. A, you, you can't. You can't pay them that. No. My son is making twenty, and he stays at home, and that still ain't enough. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that. We're- that it's, that's that's what I'm talking about. Where it's headed into a bad situation. If you look at most of the guys, I'm not gonna say all of them, but most of the guys on YouTube, you don't even see crews anymore. It's normally just one guy showing you how to do things or a mom and pop deal. Yeah. But to yep. hire five and six guys and the economy is flipped upside down, people are gonna start looking for alternative ways to service their yard. And that's where that robot more will step in eventually. That's actually that's actually an interesting point of view because up here we do have crews. A lot of them are commercial, mm-hmm. um, and, and they're they're now becoming like national businesses versus like you know you go down and and in my area it was Keegan's landscaping, but Keegan had a group of ten guys, two trucks, you know, yeah, and yeah. They go out and split up, and and now those guys are getting gobbled up by. The bigger corporations. I, I would call it the dealerships of, of the uh, the landscaping trade because they can they can provide healthcare, they can provide insurance. You know, uh, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Um, and and so there's two ways. One, now you have these national chains, which probably through the roof, may not be in your area, mm-hmm. and then you got the young guys that are coming in, um, or even the small mom and pop places and. and and they can't keep up with their demand either. So exactly. So that's that's kind of interesting that you've gone yeah. the robot way. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something else that's gonna happen. Okay. You'll you'll start seeing this more. Do you go to um, GIE? Um, well, not GIE. Um, Equipment Expo now. Equip Expo. I, not yet. We we will be going to. I, I, I that's on my bucket list. But go ahead. Okay. Now, having said that, they show you all the latest things that's coming out, this and that. Yep. For the last three seasons, I've been three years. I've been there. All I've been seeing is them pushing robots and batteries. All right. So here's what's gonna happen. Me and Jeremy, we got a crew of six, mm-hmm. but we can't really keep them because even though you made the national chains and maybe swallowing them up, they still don't know how to cut grass. So it's a high turnover rate. Yep. But they put the rest of the lawn care businesses out of business because they just got all the equipment, the name, the branding, all that stuff. A couple of things going to happen. You won't be able to, to sustain that paying six guys $60,000 a year. All right, that's $360,000. You say you got a million-dollar business, you don't. You get what I'm saying? You don't. Yep. If you pay everybody out, it's not a million-dollar business. 
right? Yep. Even if it's a $2 million business. So what they're going to do is like Disney. They're going to start looking for ways to make more profit. Let's invest in a $30,000, $40,000 robot more. We'll have one guy. He'll pull up. The robot will map the yard because it's, it's uh, going to be through um, satellite or through visual, through the robot. Yep, yep. The robot will back off the truck. Long as the yard is decent, not no jacked up yards, with, you know, just too much, yeah, hop, yeah. too many options. Yep. So the robot will cut the yard. The one owner or the one operator would do the hedge trimming and the uh, weed eating and stuff like that. While Let's the mower's say, going. The lawnmower's gone. Yeah. So after that, the lawnmower finishes, it loads itself back onto the truck. The trailer automatically closed. The owner puts his battery equipment up, his battery weed eater, battery stick edger. Because now you don't have, have to have guys to, to maintenance the, the, the gas equipment. Yep. Because battery is going to be plug and play. If it tear up, you're just going to go get another and that's that's actually interesting. I may have brought this up early on, mm-hmm. um, but up up near us, they were. Uh, it's kind of like a double edged sword. It's like these communities want their lawns and hedges and everything to be pristine, yep. but on the flip side, they don't want to hear their neighbor's leaf blower going or whatever. So anyway, a lot of the communities around us have have banned leaf blowers, mm-hmm. have banned uh, two stroke motors. Um, everything and now it's been and we can argue which way doesn't matter environmental decibels doesn't but at the end of the day who's gonna do it and how are they gonna do it right and and the technology isn't there yet to be able to say hey to a commercial crew we're gonna go full we're gonna go full electric and um and noise is going to be down. So these guys are they're screaming. They're like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. I'm all for innovation and I'm all for change. Yeah. But we, we don't have the technology to be able to do it. Then you're telling me I'm going to take my, you know, dollars $70,000 Walker mower. Yeah. And get rid of it and then buy your $100,000 mower. Yeah. And, and that's just one mower. Most crews got hundreds of mowers depending Listen. on what. A grandstand down here, Grandstand Toro, $34,000, brand new, yep. uh, with the Tesla battery in it. All right, $34,000, I can buy a whole lawn care setup equipment for two guys. Yep. All right, now, having said that, it's going to hurt the industry both ways because if, if you're going to go – by the way, down here in Georgia, our governor passed a bill saying that no municipality – can ban um, gas power equipment, blowers, weedies, this and that. So you're protected for a little while. So we're protected for a little while. If your landscape yep. will move on down here so we can get the price <laughs> even more lower, you know, but we're protected for a while. But once right, that right, right. happens, who's going to, how's the conversion going to happen? You see Honda just um, got out of the, the uh, small lawnmower business with the gas. I, I I actually didn't see that, but Honda is probably yeah, one of the exactly they're the best. It's for a reason because yeah. they see where things are going with that. Yeah, they they'll still supply the parts for the next ten years or so. Um, but that's going to be a situation where a lot of landscape companies will go out of business. The only ones that's going to be able to survive are, like you said, the corporations. Yeah. All right. So these big battery 
lawnmowers they got now, like grandstand, no commercial, no regular guy is buying them. Those are being yep. sold to municipalities and colleges and stuff like that. Yep. You know, it, it would be insane for you to take that type of money and invest it in a battery lawnmower and you got five or six guys, but now you got to go get three more million dollars worth of equipment. You won't it's, see the returns on it. So so are you are you predicting that the landscape industry is gonna I don't know. If the landscape industry will be around forever, but yep. it's only going to be the the, the the key holders that survive this apocalypse. Wow. It's just that simple. The one, one or two man crew that's out there can't even afford to get insurance and all that stuff. Yeah. You got to go to work and hope that you don't get hurt. And, and what's the, the insane part about this is, is even though you go out and buy this beautiful electric, Mm-hmm. Even robotic mower, yeah, it's still gonna break. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna th- break. There's gonna be cost in repairing this, and that's in- uh, so uh, it takes the power because I know most of our landscaping crews they they changed out their own carburetors. They yeah, um, they did priming bulbs. They, they did as much maintenance as they could in house before they actually money. went right. So now you're telling me you're going to need some sort of diagnostic equipment, some sort of scanner, some sort of computer system, and that's not going to be easy. No. Uh, so that's a whole nother that's a whole nother ball of wax there. So so where are we then? It's, if that technology is not here, who's going to fix it? Who's going to survive it? Because most of the lawnmower shops you go to, they technically they don't work on battery operated equipment. Right. They just plug and play it. This part yep. is broke. We'll just stick another one in there. This part is broke. Because that actually it doesn't, it's not as, as complicated now as gas components are. But yep. we did have a workforce that was trained to fix small engines and stuff like that. Correct, yeah. So now you don't have that. People who own a Tesla don't have to worry about catalytic converter theft. That <laughs> they do not know. So people who own battery operated equipment don't have to worry about spark plugs, gas, fuel mixes, um, just the host of oils and greases that go with that. Correct. Even even me myself, I, I I'll say this. I don't even when I go into stores now, I don't even look at the the, the additives and stuff like that. The only yeah. thing I'm running right now is like I said, I run steel primarily. Um, is the oil mix. Yep. That's it. And I do all the fixing, my, the small fixing myself, carburetor, muffler, yep. um, oil, spark plugs, to keep it from going to the shop. Because now those guys used to make $22 an hour. Now they make it $62 an hour. You get what I'm saying? So the, the, the apocalypse <laughs> is do. happening right before your eyes. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. It's happening yep. before your eyes. You may not kind of see it, but you, you, you mentioned it. Y'all trying to force everybody to go to battery. And I'm not against it nope. because I'm not going to lie to you. My battery weed eater outperforms my gas-powered weed eater as long as I'm not taking it into the rough. Yeah. For a well-maintained yard, all my battery equipment works just fine. 
Oh, trust me. When I was in the automotive field, it was the same way. I everything was pneumatic. Yeah, I love I love the freedom of having a battery operated impact gun, tools, what exactly. what have you. No cords, no hoses. No cords. Mm-hmm. A lot a lot less noisy, more reliable. You can take it yeah. anywhere. Um, that being said, there's the price was up, right? So yeah. every Milwaukee tool that you had was through the roof. Then you're sitting there, you're like, I have this as pneumatic. I have I want to buy this, but like I can't justify replacing one that's not broken, right? So it's it, like exactly. <laughs> but but when you do replace it, it's called an upgrade now. It is. You know, so if the other one is still somewhat functional, you can always sell it. But the thing with battery power equipment is most I'm, I'm, I speak for self. I don't like buying used battery equipment. No, I, I, I need a new out the box. I need to smell plastic. I, you get what I'm saying? All that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. No, I, I hear you. Yeah. So the battery revolution is upon us now. Once the, what's what's happening now is the manufacturers are trying to figure out a way to get that tool in your hand and get you hooked. Because once you get one or two of their batteries, you're going to want to do something else with it. Yep. So now we'll sell equipment that. Oh, hey, Jeremy, you don't have to have a battery for this piece of equipment. This is too long. Yep. So you go buy it's a lot it cheaper. Yeah. Okay. Four years down the line, when the battery goes down, you know, it'll get 360 charges and all this and that. All right, 280, you start seeing the power fall off. But now they instead of the five amp, they got the eight amp battery. <laughs> yep. So you go buy that. So now you, you, you're switching over to the battery platform. Yeah. All right. Now, all of these people who keep switching over, all the, the mechanics that can fix small gas engines, what job do they have? Does the company they work for send them back to school to learn how to work on battery-powered equipment? That was, that was, the, that was the conundrum with, with me is, is it was – there's only so much you can learn on, on, on the job, especially if you're in a mom-and-pop shop right yeah the, mm-hmm. the technology's changing so fast that like there's there's only so much you can do so the natural progression would be do i go and work for tesla do i go and work for ford do i go yeah. and work for chevy go to that schooling and then mm-hmm. be in that system for a while and then kind of go back i mean my boss had was it was impossible to keep up with just the diagnostic equipment alone each each manufacturer had their own um, yep. software. Yep. And then there was a it, subs- uh, probably, I forgot what they call it, but yeah, their own software. I mean. Yeah, we had scan tools and we had yeah. factory scan tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had to pay monthly subscriptions and they were getting to be a lot. And yep. and it's almost by design too because they're, they, don't, they don't care if you buy it or not. They're, they're almost killing the competition in that in, in that way. They, again, the key mm-hmm. stakeholders – um, that's so, yeah. what I said at the beginning. The, the, the power <laughs> players are the ones who's controlling all of it. All right, so, all right. So, so, but how mm-hmm. do you? What do you, What do you tell a young kid like somebody who wants to get into the land, landscaping industry? Here's what I tell a young person. Yep. First of all, make sure you, you take care of your body. Yeah. All right, because more than likely you're gonna be working without insurance. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got to make sure your body is running just as good as your equipment. Okay. Always study, try to stay ahead of the game, not with the game. 
So when you, I'm, I'll give you this a dollar amount. You made two hundred thousand dollars this year. Fifty thousand of that needs to be for research, new equipment, because um, you always have to do something different or have an advantage over the guys who don't have this. When most of these, I give you an example. When Jeremy searches the the YouTube, he's looking for the biggest and baddest and the newest and greatest. Mm-hmm. So that's what people want. So you got to stay ahead of the game. Um, you got to learn what's what's gonna last forever. One of the issues is some of this battery stuff is the the um, the dealers are being left with the bag because if you just put out a, a twenty five thousand dollar lawnmower and two years later you just upgraded to new lawnmower two people are gonna start trying to get the two But what happens to all the old inventory and stock that you have? Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it, or you got to give it away for almost free. That's yeah. why you'll look and see some of these manufacturers who manufacture battery. Next year and two years later, it was eight hundred dollars. Next year is five hundred mm-hmm. because the other company came up with a better mower that everybody wants. Yeah, I got eight battery mowers in my garage. Who has eight battery lawnmowers? Nobody. Me. But I have them because I, I, I constantly use them and I constantly show people. All right. So I got mowers I call longevity mowers. These, I had these mowers three, four seasons and they hadn't broke. Yeah. So I put confidence in you to buy it. But as long as the manufacturer don't make a big change, you'll be okay with that equipment. So yeah. as a landscaper, you go out there and you get the new steel, this uh, Echo that. And by the way, I hate two. I hate two point five amp batteries. Please stop shipping those manufacturers with those with your tools. Waste of time for a landscaper. Great for a homeowner, yep. but yep. don't send it out to a landscaper. But yep. the, the newer batteries come out now. The, the, it's just like the printer game. The money is not in the printer. The money is in the ink cartridge. Mm-hmm. Power tools. The money is not in the um, power tool. It's in the battery. Right. That's right. So people are buying batteries and, and mass hysteria and throwing all this stuff away that you don't use, e-trash or whatever you want to call it. But in the end, you still got people who don't have jobs. And let me tell you this, as a, the landscaper, the owner is going to have to figure out ways to make more money. That's why he's going to start switching over to robotics and better equipment because he know he, he, he can't rely on 10 people anymore. Yeah. Because the new workforce is not there. So now he has to eliminate six jobs and get a robot two jobs. Do you get what I'm saying? So if you're not, if your finances are not there, it's it's going to be hard. I know we see the crews, but if you start doing math, you'll see those crews getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I don't need, at one point I had three people. I could do it all by myself with the equipment I got now. Because I try to buy the best equipment that's going to make it easier for me because I cannot find reliable people that can deal with 100-degree weather. Now, now maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but, mm-hmm. but this is what I just took from that message. Mm-hmm. If you, if you want to get into the landscaping game, you can do it the old school way, but God mm-hmm. knows how long you'll be able to survive it. Yep. Or you could do the research, potentially get some backing, Get ahead of the game by 
potentially innovating and going the robotics way, or maybe there's some other way of doing it out there. Yeah. And carving out, carving out a section of, of the landscape and industry that could now propel you. So it's really innovating your mindset. Don't, don't go into it the way that, that my they, they father did used back to then. do it. Yeah. You can't do that. Can't do that. Interesting. And you're going to have to build your infrastructure where you stay at. And these guys who ride around with the trucks with the signs on it, that's fine. But when you're 50 miles away from, from headquarters, I say, mm-hmm. and you get a call because somebody saw the, the number on the truck and they stay out there, you start spreading out your, your, your work. So instead of you being, yeah, you're losing time. Mm-hmm. So time is this, money. What, where, what city are you from? Um, I'm actually from, I'm in Standish, Maine right now. All right, so you want to be Standish, Maine famous. Right. You only advertise in Standish, Maine. You Correct. build your infrastructure there. You don't go outside of it. Once no, you sir. get so many customers, you don't even have to ride around with the, the signs on your truck unless you just want to do it for the show. I got an LLC and all that good stuff. Yeah. But once you do that, you can put QR code signs in the yard. People come by, scan it, book. They all stay in the same area. Yeah. Now yeah, it's word to, of mouth. Yeah. We used to do it with the snow plowing game. I mean, you, uh, we wanted, we wanted, I wanted a cul-de-sac. I wanted to go and hit all the driveways on that cul-de-sac yes. instead of yes. driving across town, you know, yes. gas, fatigue, all that stuff. I could go yep. bing, 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 be back at home eating dinner and then come back out and do it again. That, and that's, that's the dream plan right there. Now, as you get older, in any of these physical jobs, you'll start learning that you can't keep doing it. Yeah. And you're going to want to spend more time with your family. Now, young landscapers, them guys in their early 20s, maybe early 30s, go hard. But you got to build an infrastructure so you don't have to go as hard as you get older. Because wow. you're going to have to transition. I'm in transition. That's why you see more social media BYD than mm-hmm. me out there actually mowing yards. Yeah. I don't have to work as hard. Yeah. But I got I got thirty plus years of experience that I can give Jeremy right now if he go ahead and sign up for a consultation. Well, that's and, and that's the thing. What, what's your end game? You're going to cut lawns all the way up until you're eighty years old. What's no, your, what's, no, what's BYD's no. retirement? No, you know I, what I mean. I, I, I would be more social media consultator. Um, if I did have one, I would have maybe two guys and four robots working for me. That's the dream. That's I'm just, the dream. I'm just telling you, this it's going to happen. Anybody yep. listening to this podcast think that you're going to keep mowing yard old school way with gas and all this and that. This earth is in serious trouble with all the gas usage. Okay. That's why all these alternative ways are coming out. Better operated yep. cars, better operated bicycles, better mm-hmm. operated skateboards, better operated power equipment because you got to make the transition over to battery somehow. I'm not saying all your equipment because I cut commercially strictly with gas. I don't I don't have no ga- battery operated lawnmowers out there yet. Mm-hmm. Now, for power tools like a weed eater or stick edger, you'll see a lot of guys on the internet switching over to those because it's actually a better deal. It works. Yeah, and it, it could take the heat. You know, some of these equipment once you get over 100 degrees, that gas is it's, it's hard to start sometimes because you don't yeah. work at the dump. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I hear you. And, and, and obviously, um, you know, I'm not necessarily satisfied with the way 
the batteries have gone, uh, mm-hmm. you know, early automotive and stuff like that. There's always the disposal. And yeah, so there's always a counter argument to that. But to your point, we got to continue to progress to make things better. So to you what? Have to. Everybody's stuck in the old ways. But do you remember the movie Back to the Future? Yeah. What was in that movie that that everybody has now that was laughable when they showed it? I a got flat a cell screen TV. A flat screen TV. That was okay. a joke when they showed it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has one. Yeah. So the the future is is if you don't go grow with the future, you'll get left behind by the future. Yeah. You know, I know everybody wants to argue about the gas thing. I, I'm arguing too because I'm you, my battery lawnmowers. If the grass get too high, they won't cut it. Yeah. My gas one, they'll run right through it. Yeah. But I had to make a transition. Okay, so if, if it won't cut through it right now, what does that mean? I have to cut more off. So there's a, yeah, it's, I mean, for me, I own a horse farm and, and one of the, okay. one of the uh, issues that we're running up against right now is towing capacity of electric vehicles. And See? we can't, we can't you make can't, the transition. Yeah. That, that, what you got? 350 diesel. Exactly. Tear the house off the hinges. But <laughs> that, that so, 250 non-diesel won't do it. I know, I know. And 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 so while you want to be able to move forward, mm-hmm. the, I, my hands are tied. I mean, we're also super rural. So, you know, there's no charging stations around here. You know what I mean? Oh, so. that's that's another dilemma. It's just like where I stay at. It's, it's not in the country per se, but they're just now starting to get fiber out here, fiber wires and stuff. Yep. Internet sucks out here. Yep. It, it just we, sucks, but they we, build in the infrastructure, though. Yeah, I mean, we're a lot of people don't realize it, but we're on a well and, mm-hmm. and septic. <laughs> there's no natural gas. There's no yeah. sewer. There's no. Yeah. I'm on a septic too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. I, I actually kind of like it. Yeah, I ain't got that extra bill, you know. That's it. But That's it. but the the newer it's just like you buy a newer home in a new subdivision. The mailbox is going to be cluster boxes. Yeah. You will stop seeing mailbox in front of people's houses with new construction. Yeah. Yep. That's the transition. Okay, That's why it. are we going door to door where we can go one spot and stick it all in one big mailbox? Yep. So it's the way it's gonna be. Yeah, I hate it too, man, but I mean <laughs> but you gotta be a futurist, man. You can't you can't sit here and just uh, wallow in it and, and say, well, you know, they, 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 they're they going to stop gas then. Yeah, you're going to find something else or you're going to adapt. Yeah. Yep. It's just that simple. And I think right. guys who've been in it for the longest, they're not going to just give up like that. I would hope not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, it's going to be generational too. It's going to be, it's going to compound. You know, it's yeah. us to die out for somebody else to adopt a new a new mentality and a new, so it, it's obviously change. You it's, know? it's a change. It's change is coming. I know we got to well, go, but it's just like my um, theory. No, with, I had, well, I had a cutting cool lawns. I don't, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask your question. No, no. My, my, my question was, I always like to do this at the end of the podcast, but mm-hmm. what does BYD do 
outside of work? What What do you do to unwind? What? How do you? Uh, I'm glad you know. asked what are some that of your... question, Jeremy. I have a barbecue channel called Grilling with BYD. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I gotta that's check on it out. Instagram. That's on Instagram. Hey, I love the barbecue. I love so it. So is it grilling or grilling smoking? Like what? What's it's what's your? It's all of it. Grilling. Okay. Cooking in the house, not not frying chicken and then like that, but grilling in the house and grilling outside, smoking food. Uh, just I love it, man. Steaks, ribs, anything you can think of. I got a what's the other one? We got a Blackstone, four burner. Yeah, we out there on yep. that cooking breakfast, all that stuff, man. That's I love doing that, yep. man. I, I my first smoker, I, I messed up some briskets, but yeah, you uh, got to mess up one too, you know, to get it just right. <laughs> I couldn't, you know? I couldn't stand. Actually, you. Uh, the reason I got into smoking is because I didn't like getting out on the grills. Ten minutes prep time, like ten minutes, and it's done, right? I like yeah. being out there all day, yeah, and doing it. And that's why you know smoking for six, eight hours. Um, I wanted to make a an ordeal out of it. Uh, help yeah. me unwind. Help me just stand out there, look at the trees, and what yeah. have you. I did a Boston, not a Boston, but I did a pork shoulder. I think fourteen hours total. <laughs> That's something you got to start at <laughs> yeah. four in the clock in the morning. You get what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. Brisket, if you do it right, sixteen hours. Right. That's right. not a, just a just just throw it on there and it's, it's done. But <laughs> that teaches you how to manage stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's a there's a a lot of science into it. It's mm-hmm. actually to do something well. Right now, I'm not yep. a competition barbecue person. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of natural ability that goes into that, but mm-hmm. to follow a specific recipe and have a have a good, if not great, outcome, it's not that difficult. Yeah, you just got to put in the time and be put patient. The time work in and the research, <laughs> right. and you just exactly. you know, that's why I say you might have to mess up one or two, but once you perfect it, then I move on to a bigger challenge. Right, right. Yeah. Well, so this has been amazing. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this podcast because I, I honestly I like going deep into some of the stuff and and uh, deep, we've done man. landscaping in the past and yeah. kind of kept it high level. But this was nice going into the evolution of what the landscaping trade is going to look like. Yeah. But let me open up the floor to you to um, if, if they want to get into Bermuda grass or want to get on the consulting and, and, and all that stuff. Where can they find BYD? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. If you want to do the, the, the consultations, remember consultations is not me coming out saying I can cut your yard. It's a DIY one hour face to face at your home. All right. Yeah. I also do them virtual, but sometimes virtual is just, it's not as easy because of the internet connection. You won't get the full BYD experience unless I actually show up at your property. Yep. All right. The um, Two channels that I primarily run is the Instagram, um, Bermuda Grass Central on Instagram, just like it is. Um, YouTube, same thing, Bermuda Grass Central. Um, Twitter, I think it's uh, B underscore G underscore Central. Uh, Facebook, Bermuda Grass Central. Uh, Twitter, Bermuda Grass Central. I, it's not Twitter now. What is it? X, X, whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, t- <laughs> yeah. TikTok, Bermuda, Bermuda Grass Central. So, yeah. All right. I mean, that's where you find me in all those spots right there. Um, Hit me with I, that Smoker YouTube channel. Oh, Grilling with BYD. 
There you go. There you go. So if you want to know a little bit more about that. Yeah. check. Please check that out right now. Yeah, heard subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. I, I just kind of started that. But but it was part of my um, actual Bermuda Grass Central Instagram. Yeah. I would put it in my stories and all this and that. And it just it's part of my life. So I like to share it with people. I got to check it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they, thanks for being on the podcast. This was right. absolutely enlightening. Um, you and Junior are out there killing it and staying ahead of the game. And good luck so, to y'all. All right. And can I, can I close it out? Can we yeah, both close it out? Let's do it. Let me, let me send my clothes out. Then you come behind me. All right. You're tuning into Bermuda Grass Central with BYD. This is Michael Bowman, and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> this is Bucket Talk <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Perkins. Thanks for tuning in. And as a special thanks to our loyal listeners, we're giving $10 off your next purchase of $60 or more at bruntworkwear.com. Use discount code BUCKETTALK10. That's BUCKETTALK10.